How's it going, Odd People? You are listening to the Odd People Podcast, and I am your host, Matt the Cat. Today is episode number 58, and with me today I have Tanya Venom and Tia Mayhem from the band Stormstress. I hope you enjoy the show. I have with me today Stormstress, or two-thirds of the band Stormstress. Can you guys introduce yourselves and uh, tell the listeners what your roles in the band are? Yes, so I am Tanya Venom, and I sing and play guitar. I am Tia Mayhem. I'm her twin sister, and I play bass and sing. And our drummer is Maddie Mae Scott, and she's awesome. And she also does some backing singing, too. That sounds difficult. <laughs> she does a lot at one lot time. At once. We all kind of do. <laughs> all right. So um, I'm very excited uh, to have you guys on the show today. I've been uh, following you for a while on Instagram, probably about a year or so. Uh, you guys put out some really good music. Thank you. Uh, how, how long has Stormstress been a band? Stormstress was formed in October of 2019. So not long ago, we just celebrated our two-year birthday for the band a few days ago, actually. So it's kind of crazy. It feels like we started yesterday and a million years ago all at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing the podcast about two years, too. It does feel like I sometimes I feel like I've been doing it forever. And sometimes it feels like the first day. Right. It's so strange. <laughs> but I think that usually means it's it's a good thing. Yeah. Like <laughs> yes. So you guys are twin sisters, as uh, um, Tia mentioned. <laughs> Identical twins. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> um, did you guys grow up in a really musical house? Are your parents uh, really into music or was it all on you guys? Our family is artistic, but no one is actually a full-on musician. So we're actually just talking about this amongst each other the other night that we kind of feel like first generation musicians of our family, which is cool. But it's not the first for art and creativity. So it's like it kind right. of expanded into something else when it came to us. Yeah, our mom is like an artist. She paints and uh, and everyone in our family is pretty creative, but yeah. we kind of started the music official thing. <laughs> That's awesome. How long have you guys been musicians? Are, were you like young kids starting off making music or was it like after high school? When, when did you guys start making music? Yeah, we were about, I think it was like fifth grade when you get like, you can do an instrument and be in band class mm -hmm. in middle school, elementary school, whatever. So I picked up clarinet, she picked up flute. <laughs> and then as soon as sixth grade happened, I wanted a cooler instrument so i upgraded <laughs> to bass clarinet that is cooler uh, <laughs> so we played flute and bass clarinet for years and then when we were 13 tanya had this random magical inspiration moment it just came from the great beyond <laughs> she was like 
I want to play a modern instrument. I want to play guitar. <laughs> and they were like, well, Tia, you could play bass. We were 13 at the time. And I was like, sure. I didn't even know what a bass was <laughs> at that time. But I was like, it sounds like the Moog. You know, I've been doing that. Yes. Fell in love with it. Just kept going since then, pretty much. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like, she has always been into, like, the lower instruments. And when she sings, too, she usually does, like, the lower harmonies and cool. the bass clarinet, the bass guitar. And I've always been, led like, like, look at me. I play flute. I'm in front of everyone, on top of everyone. <laughs> she played the piccolo guitar. at some point. Yeah, like... I played piccolo senior year, which is, like, the loudest instrument <laughs> on earth. <laughs> Yeah, so so Tanya's on the higher end. Yeah, she's on the lower end. That's perfect. Got it going that's, on. Uh, that's a good we match. Like, when we were really little kids, and we didn't even put these pieces together until later in life, but like we were always like making up songs and singing songs, and like we had our little tape recorder, and we would like record the theme songs to TV shows we liked, and we were obsessed. We were like surprisingly <laughs> musical kids. We never really realized it. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So, uh, like in high school, did you guys, were you like band geeks? Yes. <laughs> and I say that as a term of endearment because I was too. <laughs> so, yeah. Band camp represent big time. Yeah, we were always fighting for first chair. And we actually we cared a lot. <laughs> we had to um, get our, our AP Calc teacher to let us do AP Calc at a different hour because it clashed with band class. We were not wow. missing band we class. Missing <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I was in, um, yeah, I, I played in all the different band classes, but I play, also play guitar, yes. Tanya. What did you uh, play in band? Uh, so we had jazz rock ensemble. Nice. So that was awesome. It's, a, you know, full horn section. And we had, you know, did a lot of old classic, uh, classic rock songs. Nice. Anything that had horns, Chicago, mostly that kind of stuff. We had a, a couple of really studious students that would add horn parts to like, uh, we added horn parts to like an incubus song. Oh my god! And like you know, it was cool. It, it was cool. But I mean, I played in concert band too. I, I was in percussion, and uh, you know, I was like the guitarist that joined percussion. So the teacher <laughs> was like, "Well, you got all right rhythm. Here's a triangle." <laughs> you know, I, I did. I did try to play the timpanis one for one song, and it was like nightmarish. But <laughs> you know. Yeah, Maddie did some timpani in uh, in college. She had to do a bunch of different percussion instruments, and it sounded Marimba. like a yeah. It's a workout. Castle, that, yeah. <laughs> that instrument's a workout. <laughs> so, uh, did you guys continue on like uh, through like into college with like music and stuff like that, or? Yeah, we actually got accepted to Berkeley College of Music together, and it was gonna be if we got into Berkeley, we'd go into music, and if we didn't get into Berkeley. We were going to go into medicine or some sort of science field. We both got into Berkeley. So we we're like, yes. And this is what we're going to do. <laughs> yes, we had a pact that if one of us didn't get in, neither of us would go. So thankfully, we both made it wow. in. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been awkward if uh, Tia was <laughs> a famous musician and Tanya was a nurse practitioner. Yeah. <laughs> so weird <laughs> so i have kind of a serious question <clears throat> sort of not nothing's really all that serious on the show but um so you know why rock and roll why you know heavy music why not 
go where the money is and make country music or, you know, something like that and just change your style and wear straw hats and cowboy boots. (laughs) (laughs) We've always always loved rock and heavy music. And uh, it really became clear to us, like, for the longest time, like as kids, we always listened to like the pop radio stations. We didn't know anything else really. And we always were drawn to the songs that were in minor keys, the dark songs, any songs that were a little bit, had like a guitar in it, like, ooh. And our mom was a huge classic rock fan. So she loved Journey. That was like her big band, Journey. And so she took us to see Journey and Def Leppard, which was sick. And, uh, but it really flourished when we started learning guitar and bass and we started taking lessons at 13 and our teachers introduced us to, you know, all these bands of songs we should learn. Like for me, especially Led Zeppelin and for her and that kind of, all of a sudden we were like, oh my God, this is what we've been looking for our whole lives. Like, oh, this is so good. Like, and then we just kind of ventured harder and heavier and like, like metal and it's yeah. just like I don't know. We're just the kind of people where like the heavier it gets, the more metal it is, and the the oh, the better it feels. Like, yeah, I don't know so if it's like good. an energy thing or an emotional thing. I think maybe what. like we've we've performed multiple genres live, but when we perform hard rock and metal, best <laughs> the right yes. energy for us. Like, like we're like we man, need that. I don't, I don't know, like whenever we're playing anything that's not rock or metal, which, we, you know, we don't really do anymore, but like we when had, we did, we felt so restrained. And I feel like for us, like the feeling of freedom is our number one best feeling. So when we're playing rock and roll and heavy metal, we can just open the cage doors and go nuts. And there's just nothing feels better than that. So yeah, it feels like true freedom. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, true. So, um, you mentioned Rush. So, Rush. So, oh my God. <clears throat> so, are you a big fan of Getty? You must be a big fan of Getty yes. Lee. I'm you, obsessed you, with Getty Lee. Are you going to throw the, the bass keys? You know the the foot the foot uh bass yeah uh, uh, keys in somewhere. I've got the bass and the singing, but I haven't quite made it to keys, and I'm not sure I want. To. <laughs> you don't want to screw around with the you know like the organ pedals that I, he has on the ground. I you know? could, but like I don't know, it's just that that's too much work. Like, that, <laughs> he he does too much. It's good for him. Like that's awesome. Yeah, but I'm good with bass and vocals. I'll do something else. Maybe not keys though. Maybe do a dance. I'll just do a dance. <laughs> I yeah. play like bass clarinet at the same time and there, there you go there, so. and we got to meet him at his book signing that he did in boston oh it was amazing yeah, yeah the big book of bass beautiful bases or whatever. Cool. he was yeah. so funny and awesome and i kind of blacked out because i was so excited i was like, <laughs> I like hyperventilating I'm like what did i even say what did he say he loved her he yeah i believe it i probably would have done the same thing right? yeah it was oh it was amazing he's been like my number one bass inspiration ever since i heard fly by night which was the first rush song i officially heard and knew about you know That's so cool yeah so. yeah rush is rush is an incredible band i uh i was very upset when neil died oh and, yeah um really messed up i had open heart surgery in 2012 and um when i was laid up for that surgery i read a bunch of neil pert's stuff like his books so it was like fantastic he was like he was he was the man (laughs) i love how Uh, he has like books and like graphic like 
comic things and like yeah oh, and he, tra- he traveled the world on a motorcycle too that's like the craziest thing so badass and he's been through so much crap like so much darkness in his life and he still managed to like stay afloat yeah crazy crazy stuff he- so tanya what was your big inspiration uh what what guitarist pushed you over uh, over the edge <laughs> definitely jimmy page of led zeppelin right <laughs> And I definitely borrow some tricks of his, like using the bow on the guitar. Yeah, I noticed and, that. Yes. <laughs> and we have a theremin that we are working on adding to our act, which is exciting. Just like his mastery of the instrument, but so much more than that. Like he, he really took that band all the way and everything he did was so innovative. Like he did stuff that no one had ever seen before and really put on a hell of a performance. And as often as possible, we try and like access that energy and attempt to put on as amazing as a show as we can. Yeah, try to emulate <laughs> that energy, you know, channel that energy and just give people a completely unforgettable experience. Yeah. My, uh, my youngest, oh, my oldest son's just started playing guitar and um, it's Yay. so strange that Led Zeppelin comes up because I we just took a long ride and I was searching through my CDs because I'm an old man and I, <laughs> I got Led Zeppelin and threw it in the car for the ride. Yes. Knew we were going to be driving for 45 minutes. So do you guys ever get? Um, I mean, I hope not. Do you guys ever get uh, hassled or uh, anybody give you a hard time or turn their back on you for being an all woman band? Yeah, it has happened. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Kind of a double edged sword, like on some in some situations we get like cool benefits like oh we're looking for this specific niche and that's you guys and that's cool yay and then on the other hand there's people who tell us how to do what we're already doing and it's super annoying <laughs> yeah like some some dudes would be like oh can i help you set up your bass amp or like can i help you with your here's some tips about how to like make a drum stool sit properly and it's just it's like would you do that (laughs) or like yeah and it's getting better i don't know if it's i don't know if it's getting better overall but it probably is or if it's just us like knowing this area more that people are being cooler i don't know i think it is getting it does feel like people are respecting us more yeah like a few years ago we have this experience where like um people would ask if we were like the dancers or like oh are you here with your boyfriend like you know like oh are you a a power pop band or like things like that and oh Joan Jett like Joan Jett's awesome but like we play heavier stuff than Joan Jett like it's it's a different genre like I don't know it was just it was kind of frustrating but at the same time we would get the mega praise afterward when we like crushed it and they'd be like Yeah, so it was like pretty validating. <laughs> it's something really satisfying about just kind of rolling with it and then just letting the, the performance do the talking and then yeah. watching it turn around. I actually do think it's getting better though. It is getting come better, up less, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, it but seems it to be more of a thing with like older, older generations too. As like yeah. people yeah. nowadays are more aware and stuff, which is cool. Yeah, I think metalheads in general are pretty, you know accepting yeah yeah um but i would yeah i would imagine it would be probably the older crowd yeah you know the guys that uh like probably yeah like probably went to go you know see bands in the 80s 
Yeah. <laughs> those people. Old guys is Some what I'm trying those to say. Guys. Older guys than me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so what is your weapon of choice? What, what's your favorite, you know, guitar and bass? What do you guys love? Well, I um, I already know. I want the listeners to <laughs> hear it. <laughs> yes, as you may have seen, I was recently accepted as a PRS Pulse artist. So I am super excited about that because I've been obsessed with PRS guitars for a long time now. True. And uh, I don't know, I just love them. I've always kind of been really intrigued by them. And uh, just because they're lightweight, they're beautiful, they, they're really fast and smooth and versatile. Like I feel like I can play super heavy stuff and just clean, beautiful things. And it, I don't know, it just, it really fits exactly what I'm looking for. How about you, Tia? I, I, my main hands are the Carvin. I have a Carvin five string, which nice. I got a long time ago. I had a custom design. It was like everything on the website was half off. It was so great. Ooh. So I got the perfect <laughs> blue I wanted, all the features and stuff. So great. Love that. Love that baby. And um, a couple of years ago, our good friend Dutch um, gave me this five string Rickenbacker that he like ordered specifically like for me and I'm just like a five string Rickenbacker like yes please <laughs> so I like having both the Carvin's a little more of a modern sound a little more like faster neck and then the Rickenbacker is that kind of vintage crunchy like yeah. kind of gnarly and thicker tone so I love just kind of playing with them both and seeing where they shine Okay, nice. Uh, what uh, what kind of amps do you guys use? I go through a Laney Ironheart, and I love nice. it. <laughs> I'm all about that high gain. Not to mention the tubes glow red. <laughs> and I run that through a Friedman two by twelve cab, which is just it's just great. I love it. It's heavy. I mean, musically, well, I guess yeah. heavy. <laughs> Both. <More than> one. <laughs> it's heavy and it's heavy, but I love it. <laughs> I just cool. recently got into dark glass for bass. Oh, cool. so good. I got the dark glass alpha omega head and it's so sick and it comes with its own variations of overdrive right there on the amp head, which is so sick and I love it. Yeah, we're all and about the cabs are still, you know, yeah. kind of just using my like some old cabs, but I will get some other cabs soon in the market for, <laughs> cool. <market> for cabs. <laughs> The, the bass amps that were really popular back when I was, you know, played with bands and whatnot was uh, Ampeg with the yeah. silver cones on them. Those were like the coolest. And, uh, and Ampeg is always a solid choice. Yeah. And uh, for uh, guitar amps, the sought after amps were uh, just like the Randall Warheads. I think it was only because me and my friends were obsessed with, you know, Dimebag and Pantera and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's a heavy amp, too. Really high gain, you know. Puts out. Oh, yeah. Puts oh, yeah. out. <laughs> what kind of guitars are you into? Uh, right now, I have an Epiphone SG. Nice. Um, I would like to get a Gibson SG. <laughs> that would be sick. Um, I did... I once had the uh, opportunity to either buy uh, a PRS like SE model or uh, my two choices were that or a uh, Parker um, P38 ended up buying the Parker. Yeah. And later on, I ended up 
you know, getting rid of it. And I re regretted it almost every oh, single time oh. I pick up my guitar. I'm like, damn, I wish oh. I still had my Parker. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, right now I don't have a ton of guitars. Uh, I got a couple of basses, but um, yeah. The SG, I'm staring at it right now. That's why I'm like, <laughs> that way. It's right oh, there in the wall. Yes. Yeah, staring at it lovingly. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So do you guys uh, write your music, like you physically write it down or is it all like telepathy because, <laughs> because of being <laughs> twins? Do you guys just both wake up in the middle of the night and, you know, text each other and like, hey. Did you hear that? <laughs> you hear what I'm hearing? <laughs> Heard something from the great beyond. Yes. I feel like you write in a few ways. Like there are some songs that we'll write separately, like just songs that like one day I'll just be like, explode a song out. You know, we take notes in our phone all the time and we have ideas, sometimes we'll ideas together and like work on a song together. So it's either we work on one together and work on it completely together or just me and just her will like write the lyrics and the melody and the chords generally, and then bring it to each other to add like arrangement stuff. Yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> now, now, considering you guys have like, you, you went to Berkeley and everything, it, what is your, your writing process like? Are you writing like full pieces of music? Or are you just writing down, all right, well, now we're gonna play A chord, G minor, you know, you're, are you just, doing it like everybody else or are you being really smart about it <laughs> it, it varies <laughs> okay in fact i used to do like full-on tracks like i I'd, I'd, I'd sequence in all the bass all the guitar i'd sequence in a piano line for the vocals i sequence in a drum part and i'm like this is it here it is and now like now that's kind of too strict and now i just kind of write the chords and have some rhythm ideas and melody ideas and don't like really write it out just kind of like record it and listen to it and let everyone else do their parts like the drummer can write her part yeah. Taurus can do her lead stuff like I'll get yeah. my ideas I'll put it somewhere I'll be like la, 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 or yeah <laughs> yeah so we like err on the light side of what we write out like here's the lyrics here's the chords generally now you do your thing and add it in. You do your thing and add it in because uh, it adds so much more like passion and connectivity. Yeah. Like especially with the drums, like Maddie specifically requested, like don't send me anything with drums so I can not be stuck on whatever you had. And yeah, every right. time I do that, she comes up with amazing parts. <laughs> cool. Yes, yeah, so we've actually like stopped doing as much. Yeah, and it's good. <laughs> it's great. We get way yeah. more songs done that way. <laughs> Yeah, that's how uh, me and my last band used to write. Uh, it was me and my brother. Awesome. Nice. My brother plays drums. And um, his wife sang and my wife played keyboard. We didn't have a bass player. Oh that's awesome. We didn't know Tia. <laughs> we didn't have a bass yes. player. <laughs> Would have been a good addition. But um, a <laughs> single Tia. Um, yeah, uh, so that's kind of how we wrote too. I would kind of come to band practice with like a riff. And yeah. me and my brother would just play it. We, we would just jam, kind of write things down. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, awesome. And, um, you know, and my yeah. wife's got an incredible ear for music, so she would just play uh, whatever she was hearing in her head. She would just play uh, and, uh, you know, all Amazing. kinds of fun keyboard settings. And uh, my sister-in-law had pages and pages of lyrics. Awesome. She would just come you know, she'd find one and hear it in her head and 
by the end of the night, we'd have a song. Whether, wow, it, was, whether it was good or not, I don't <laughs> I don't know, but you know, that sounds like a great team effort right there. Yeah, yeah it was fun. Bringing their own energy and their own talents in. Yeah, yeah. Love, it. yeah. love that. Yeah, when people are yeah. free to like write their own stuff, it helps a lot. <laughs> yeah, I've been in a couple of bands, and the ones that were, you know, the guy writing the guitar parts, trying to tell everybody what to do, or yeah. just got, you know one of somebody is telling the other person what to do it never works though it really doesn't never, never ever <laughs> leave it so to the pro of each instrument you know yeah, right so uh now is the time of the show where i uh i like to ask odd questions Yay! <laughs> okay odd questions so if you could collaborate with any artists past or present any other musicians <laughs> who would you choose as your partner or person to join the band well lizzie hale yeah <laughs> we're kind of obsessed with lizzie hale yeah. the whole band is so i yeah. think we would all welcome her with open arms that's the cool thing about us all being like i don't want to say multi-instrumentalists but like kind of multi-instrumentalists is that if we like brought in a singer to guest on something we could still be an entire band and no one's left out we still all have Guitar something important to do lizzie hale on the vocals <laughs> right that sounds perfect yeah i feel like we have a very similar like musical style like yeah. when we heard hail yeah. for the first time we're like huh this huh. sounds like what we like this is write. what we're doing <laughs> well so we quickly yeah. fell in love and yeah uh, yeah so that would be the dream right yeah. on that's perfect <laughs> Uh, all right. So if you could be any animal, what Ooh. animal would you choose? Well, we have put some thought into this. Okay. <laughs> There's a difference between spirit animal and animal you want to feed. Yes. Yes. Um, I think I'd want to be a tiger. It is my favorite animal, but also, you know, they're beautiful and fierce and top of the food chain and and they can swim and i love swimming we love yeah. swimming so i've seen videos of tigers swimming and i'm like if i can swim and be fierce and be the top of the food chain and be beautiful tiger so <laughs> awesome perfect yeah i mean i am obsessed with lions but i feel like it'd be a tie up between like a lion and a crocodile okay <laughs> Oh, I feel like as like a lioness, you know, they do all the hunting and that'd be so fun and cool and like running around in the nice hot weather and <laughs> playing about all day sounds awesome to me. And as a crocodile, I could just kind of float around and also mm. be lazy, <laughs> like not really have a lot of fears, just kind of float and have a big fucking mouth. Yeah. yeah. So, and uh, yeah, the food yeah. will come to you pretty yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One of those two. <laughs> cool. All right. So what's your all time favorite food? Like you could eat it every day forever. <laughs> I would have to say, oh man. Well, I feel like now it's like um, <laughs> beef udon, like udon mm -hmm. noodles with beef in it and like scallions. Oh, mm. So good. Like big, thick noodles. Mm. 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 She gets them tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Planning dinner. So with our traditional answer, which is lamb and Armenian pilaf, specifically made by our aunt. <laughs> yeah, that's really because good. That shit is good. Yeah. Cool. 
Yes, that sounds good. <laughs> what do you guys consider your favorite or best performance that you've uh, that you've had so far in Stone Trust? I mean, well, the other night was pretty awesome. Yeah, the other night was pretty awesome. <laughs> I feel like our debut oh, show yeah. was killer. It was awesome. There was so much positive energy in the room. Everyone was like having a great time. All the bands we had on the bill crushed it. It was amazing. It was, it was an love. amazing night. We, we did well. Everyone did well. That was amazing. And then also a couple nights ago in P-Town <laughs> was really epic. It was Women's Week. It was like this big celebration and people were so excited and partying so hard and hearing everyone just scream all the words. Was yeah, so it, was, cool. it was very That's cool. awesome. <laughs> so what is the worst performance <laughs> you've ever had? <laughs> With Stormstress? Yeah, it's funny. We haven't had that many shows yet since mm. we were born, like shortly before pandemic mm -hmm. situation we actually had our debut show like two weeks before everything shut down and uh yeah there was a i think <laughs> we did this one gig in bill ricka where we um were playing for like three hours or whatever and we hadn't seen each other since oh, covid yeah. and i was sick as hell but not with covid <laughs> at the time. yeah she had something else had very but like very bad. it was it, it's i mean people said it was great i think it was great but like we're very self-critical yeah. and we were very personally felt very sloppy and yeah. it was like after like a year of not playing and it was kind of like it was gonna happen you know one way or another we got through it but so if that's our know, worst not, not bad, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right so this is a question that i've asked everybody recently in the last couple of months and uh i've gotten a lot of mixed answers to this and it's a good one <laughs> so if you could visit any time in history but only to be a fly in the wall you can't affect change you can't change anything okay. nobody knows you're there either <laughs> yeah um where where and when would you go oh my goodness i would go see what happened to the dinosaurs and just kind of yeah just witness that i think <laughs> yeah it's it's tough like the dinosaurs would be great but like one of us could go yeah, one of get us the information. Check out the dinosaur situation. <laughs> what, 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 what should I go get? I'm thinking either the 80s just for fun. Mm, that would be cool. Or like the Salem witch trial area. Well, that'd to be, like, that might be a little disturbing. To yeah. See. Just to like see it firsthand and like see how terrible it was and, you know, yeah. how much we've come. It's funny. But it would it's probably like, be really depressing. So maybe not. Yeah. I feel like, you know, there's a lot of people, and this is also a good idea that I'm considering to go back in time to like see cool stuff. Now I'm thinking like, I want to go back in time to like clarify the mysteries of history. Right. <laughs> yeah. So much stuff in our present built on things that we just assume from the past. But it would yeah. be cool to really it'd be know great to see like down. what really happened to the dinosaurs. Like what really happened like during the other pandemics? Like yeah. what, what really went on? Yeah. I'd be interested to know if you because I, I always say this to my kids because they have toy dinosaurs. And um, you know, they're they're little dinosaurs. They're like, you know, no bigger than my laptop. And um I mess with them and I say, Can you imagine if we went back in time and and this is the real size of these dinosaurs. 
Like we think these oh they're gosh. like gigantic, oh, but they're really only the, like chickens running around. That'd be hilarious. Or like they had giant feet for the footprints, and then the rest was just like tiny. <laughs> Yeah. We could be like T Rexes were purple or whatever. You can see the, the feathers since they're like mostly bird based, like updated. Yeah. It could end um, a lot of controversies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, uh, what's your favorite song that you, uh, that you guys play? That we play? Your, your favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> Stormstress. Our favorite Stormstress song to play. Oh, man. My favorite Stormstress song to play is Corpses Don't Cry because Ooh, yeah, good one. every time it's heavy it's got sick riffs and melody is really like I don't know I really like the melody I mean I like it <laughs> and every time we play it when I like explain it a little beforehand like everyone is always vibing so hard they're headbanging and I can tell they're like connecting with the lyrical concept and I'm just like feeling this empowering energy everywhere and I love that awesome so great I feel that about that song too. I think maybe I'd go with Paint the Mask because it's like really groovy. I really dig the bass line I wrote for it. And the lyrics again are like so deep and we feel them. It's like so our main fun. core issue in life. It's like all the <laughs> lyrics in Paint the Mask. And it's like really hits home and it feels good to play it and hear her sing it and nice. just get yeah. the vibe, you know? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's a piece of gear you have other than your guitar and bass, obviously, that you can't live without? Like if somebody were to take it away, you'd be like, nope, I don't, <laughs> I can't, I can't go on. <laughs> Probably the wireless. <laughs> oh yeah. We can go on without the wireless, but we it's so like much lamer. <laughs> That's a great answer. <laughs> yeah. We it do just, not like being tethered. <laughs> again, it takes away our freedom to have a like cable that's like, locking you down literally locking you down yeah, i've yeah. never yeah. i've never played with a wireless oh it's so, so fun i mean sometimes so it glitches awesome. awesome. out but it's worth it <laughs> yeah when we were um playing our show the other day uh it's it was like this big bar and uh there's always people that walk by down the streets it's right down the main drag and there were people outside dancing and i was soloing and I went all the way outside and I danced with the people while playing. That was so I great. like to not be able to do that would be wow. sad. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> I don't even I was gonna say I don't even uh have a wireless I got I'm plugged in <laughs> <laughs> wireless in no way at all. <laughs> Fully wired. All right. So do you guys believe in uh the existence of aliens? Definitely, yes. yes. <laughs> I think it's unlikely to assume that there aren't some other species that got this consciously aware after all this time in all of this vast, unending space. Yeah. Very unlikely. Like, we literally. There's got to be aliens. We haven't even seen all of space. Like, there has to be aliens. Nice. Do you guys believe in ghosts? Oh, yes. It's kind of a similar concept. It's that was like, very quick. Yeah. <laughs> It's like more of like an energy thing. Like um, I think people can leave behind echoes of their energy mm. and you can feel it. Like you can feel vibes in places. It's like a sixth sense, not sounding yeah, weird, yeah. but like it is like a <laughs> sense. Like when you meet someone, you, you get a vibe. You see them, you smell them, you energy. hear them, <laughs> you eat <Yeah>. them <laughs> and you feel their energy. <laughs> 
yeah so yeah so i think oh, it, yeah. it, it, i think it's pretty pretty reasonable to say that there's some energy left behind i don't know about like you know full-on ghost beings i don't know but yeah. definitely in the energy sense yes yeah i least. don't want to yeah. live in a world where there aren't ghosts as a possibility <laughs> <laughs> or aliens boring yeah. Yeah. anything's possible yes. <laughs> so um if you guys could give advice to anybody who is you know just starting out or thinking about creating a band uh what advice would you uh would you give them it's a lot to say there's so much <laughs> to say but one thing that we've been really really like um honing in on lately is having fun and it sounds kind of stupid but it's <laughs> like if you're not having fun what are you doing like yeah. the whole point of life right. is to have fun and the more fun you have typically the more cool stuff comes your way putting out that good energy and stuff but it's like there are so many people who are like practice 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 and don't go outside because you should practice forever <laughs> and then it's like well yeah you should practice but like are you also like having fun like are you enjoying this if now? it's fun for you to practice all the time and never go out then do it but if it's not fun then like moderate that yeah. and do like a, a certain amount of practicing yeah. and a certain amount of play and like basically <laughs> never if you really want to do it, don't give up. Cause it, like the moment you give up is you never know if that next moment is the moment you really get somewhere. Yeah. And it's not worth the risk to like give yeah. it up. Yeah. In this industry, you really have to cling on to hope that something good is coming because yeah. that's the invisible thing that you are working towards yeah. and it can come out of nowhere. When you believe hope is coming, it will come. Yeah. You don't know when, yeah. but it will. And you have to be patient. It's really hard. But in the meantime, have some fun. Yes. And <laughs> yeah. on those lines, like the self-criticism thing is really bad and toxic. It's actually not good at all. It's very detrimental. And the insecurities yeah. and everything. So it's like if you gauge your success on how much fun you're having and how happy you are versus any other material thing, you can't not have a good time. That sounds awesome. <laughs> 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 very very good advice. modern day hippies <laughs> uh so uh when when are your next shows what are your upcoming shows well we are going to be playing in november on november 20th we're opening for the 80s band firehouse at the vault in new bedford which cool. is going to be sick so we'll get our 80s on yeah <laughs> i'm hoping to go to that one that would be so hey, cool. it'd be sick to see you there <laughs> yeah do you guys have anything uh, after that November or are you after guys well, kind of done for the winter or? We were booked to open for Winger at uh, the vault and that is still happening, but now that's happening in the spring. So oh, okay, cool. I think that date might still be floating around, but uh, that will we'll be see. happening. And uh, there's a few more in the works and nothing is uh, solidified yet. So we usually kind of chill a little for the holiday season which yeah. is coming up here so get back to doing some recording get our album going yes. and then like start. perform all next year in the spring and summer and do it all over again yes nice Hibernate. so uh, do you guys have any music out for people to buy we do we have <laughs> two songs out so far <laughs> And we got Paint the Mask and You Can't Hurt Me Now. They both have a music video and they're both available on all streaming platforms, all download platforms. You can get on Bandcamp, 
Amazon Music, Apple iTunes, Music, iTunes, etc. on Spotify, all the things. Yes. So check it out. Yes, and <laughs> we are going to have a new single coming out soonish, maybe spring. So yeah, we cool. got the field plans coming in December, and we are excited to get more stuff out that. there because we have nice. we have so many songs. They're just not recorded yet. <laughs> They're coming. But some are half recorded. Yes. <laughs> nice. Uh, how about merchandise and stuff like that? You guys have that on your band camp? Yes, yes. actually, um, we have a website, stormtressband.com. It's our official website. You can find everything through there. We have tabs of all things. We have a merch tab that has some merch that you can get directly through the website. And then we have, it, I think it's called like a, swag a swag tab that has links to we have a store frontier website where we have all these different kinds of t-shirt designs and styles and you can just order whatever you want so it's pretty cool. cool like you can pick this design and put it in this color and do this style it's so nice. very versatile just great and we have um red bubble which has like mugs and Stuff. laptop cases <laughs> and other physical things that you can get with awesome. our logos on it and our images and yes and if you come to a show we sell t-shirts we got pick necklaces of the picks i use and uh pins stickers magnets, magnets. <laughs> nice <laughs> Stuff like that. yeah that's awesome so how uh somebody wants to book you for a show or uh an interview <laughs> how do they contact you well, we are online all over the place. Instagram at Stormstress Band, Facebook.com slash Stormstress Band. We're even on TikTok as Stormstress Band. Twitter, Stormstress Band. You can always email us at stormstressband at gmail.com and we will get that. You can email us through our website as well, but you know, you might as well just send it directly to the email. But you can <laughs> yeah. if you want to do it that way. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. uh for uh for VIP fans or super fans or anyone wanting to get a more inside look at what's going on, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash stormstress, where cool. we do lots of behind the scenes videos and cool stuff like that. Yeah. Nice. So I, I got one last question. Uh, whose convertible was that in the video? <laughs> <laughs> that was our friend, Patrick Crean. He's, he's awesome. He's, he's done a lot of cool stuff with us and for us he's an amazing photographer and uh he's uh he's a total badass videographer airspace control so, guy yeah, so he cool. does it all. so when we needed a convertible we were like patrick <laughs> what do you think can we use roxy <laughs> he was like roxy would be honored <laughs> and therefore <laughs> here and too so therefore it, was it, was, it, it happened <laughs> awesome that was so fun <laughs> That's great. Thank you guys for doing this. I really appreciate you guys coming on the show. I hope to see you guys on uh, November 20th in New Bedford. Thanks we so much for having us. That. This was super fun. Yeah, thank you. Really cool. Love cool. the fun awesome. questions. We're always down for that. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Big thanks to Tia and Tanya for uh, talking to me. They're super cool. Uh, I wish I could have uh, talked to them all day. And I probably could have. We <laughs> probably could have talked about guitars and gear and all that music stuff all day long. Uh, I wish Maddie had joined us. Uh, so maybe next time 
would uh, be nice to talk to her and to meet her virtually at least. Uh, if you haven't heard them yet, go check them out. Uh, I'm hoping to make it down to that New Bedford show on uh, November 20th. And I hope to see some of you odd people there as well. Uh, I know it'll be a good time. I know it'll be a great show. So hopefully uh, get a group of people down there. That'd be cool. Support some uh, Massachusetts music, you know. So uh, thank you to those gals. And of course, thank you for listening today. Make sure to check out the Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Join the Facebook group. If you're a Facebook grouper, a Facebooker. What do I normally say? Facebooker. (laughs) Uh, Go to oddpeoplepodcast.com for info about the show and to buy merchandise. If you want a sweater, I have none in stock. I have no hoodies in stock. But um, email me and I will hook you up. We will figure something out. I will have them made. Of course, there will be more deals coming up soon. I'll figure it out. Get the merchandise to the people. Because that's what you guys like. You like merchandise. And I hope you tune in next time. Stay creative. Stay inspired. And as always, stay odd.